and welcome into the week 18 edition of the Consistently Cashin' Podcast. I am your host, Colby Conway, at Colby R. Conway on Twitter. And with me here for the final edition of the year of the Consistently Cashin' Podcast is Ron Rigney. So, Ron, how is everything going for you, my friend? You know, not too bad. Glad it's Friday. Glad to get into this last weekend of the season. And we've got some meaningful games here that I think are going to be fun to watch. But the problem is a lot of these games that I'm wanting to pull from from this lineup, as we were just talking about, are not part of this main slate. But I think that there's still enough meat left here on the bone that we can uh, find a lineup and get you above that cash line this week for the last week of the season. It's very funny how think back to week one when we came into the first edition of the podcast and it was Texans Colts. And now it's week 18 of Texans Colts and look at us. My we've how aged. things have we've changed. aged. Well, hey, you know what? At least, at least we can say that we're going to start this slate clean at quarterback heading into next season. Hopefully, we are. I'm pretty sure you guys will be, but with with my guys, I, who the hell knows at this point? Yeah, I think. I hope the Colts win this weekend <laughs> because what I think it's going to be something that it might not look bad now, but. If the Texans lose or Texans win, Bears lose, Bears get the number one pick, Texans go to two. And I would say, wouldn't the Colts like to stick it to the Texans by trading up to number one to get the quarterback that they want? But I don't really think the Colts have to stick it to Houston by any mean. You know what I mean? You could just draft somebody and probably still beat us. And, and, and I think, too, at this point, we need to stop trying to be cute with all these picks and things that we're trading and just stay put, get the best guy we can for the position. And just move on from there. We, we've seen that trading these picks for these guys, it, it hasn't worked out. And I still think the way things are going to shake out, when you look at the, the draft order, unless somebody throws together a huge package of picks, which is possible, and trades up, there's not a lot of quarterback needy teams going to be in that top five. Of course, our teams are there. Uh, and, and, and so if we can get one of those top two, top three guys, I think that that's something to be to be okay with. I don't think we need to get too cute here. Yeah, let's see what happens. I We'll see. It's hard to say, but... This week's lineup is tough. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. It's a tough week to make some lineups here. So, oh boy, what do we what do we think here at quarterback, Ron? I mean, there's only a handful of games that really matter. So, in terms of some guys on here, who's who's a quarterback that you're liking this week? Now, let me make sure that I didn't click on the wrong button here. But am I seeing it correctly that? The main slate also includes the Sunday night game as well. Okay, I wanted to make sure I didn't click the wrong button, and that kind of gives away what, what I'm looking for. Um, you know, it's just a matter of trying to balance. You know, we, we talked a little bit about this off air, just trying to balance guys that are going to get playing time that, you know, that are playing in somewhat meaningful games or, uh, you know, maybe, you know, just going to be in there and get the reps. And I, and I think that there's no more meaningful game here than that Sunday night game, at that Detroit-Green Bay game. And I don't feel – Great about it, but for all the reasons that I said and for the price, I, I, I locked in Aaron Rodgers at $7,100. I don't love it, but I also don't love Jared Goff against that Packers defense that's been kind of a buzzsaw the last few weeks. However, I also think that you can make kind of a decent argument for Jared Goff, uh, you know, based on the weapons that he has, based on the way that that offense has been rolling. But I went ahead and I liked my lineup a little better with uh, Aaron Rodgers there at $7,100. I'm fine with doing that because regardless of what happens in the earlier games, Green Bay 
I believe Green Bay controls it. If they win, they're in. Doesn't they, matter. They have to win. Yeah, I was talking yep. to a friend of mine today that's a huge Packer fan, and that's, he reiterated that to me as well. It doesn't matter what anybody else does. They control what they do. They just got to win, baby. And they will be going for that. Let's go to running back here. A couple options. A lot of the really high-priced guys I'm almost kind of afraid to go with because you just, you're just you not going to quite know it's going to be expected. So I'm actually going to go to your Colts. I like Zach Moss this week. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. Because you can run all over Houston. Volume has been there reasonably for Zach Moss. And if he gets a touchdown, he's going to pay off. 60 yards and a touchdown, 12 points. It's almost double the salary. So Zach Moss is a guy I really like this week. I looked at him, and I do like him as well for all the reasons that you said. And what what better week to just showcase him and just give him the ball, you know, give him 20-plus carries. I think that's definitely in the game script, definitely in the cards. I looked at him a little bit. Another guy that I liked when I was down around that price range, and I was kind of shocked to see him around this price range based on the matchup and based on the performances he's had the last couple weeks, is Jamal Williams for Detroit going against that Packer defense, the 26th against the run. Uh, I think they're going to have a little bit of a tough day through the air. I think there's still going to be some points there to be had. But I was kind of shocked to see that Jamal Williams is actually cheaper than DeAndre Swift as well, which I, I thought was kind of odd. Uh, but I feel like Jamal Williams is that guy. He's that Dan Campbell, MCDC kind of guy that's going to pound a rock. I liked him at that price point. And the other guy that I was looking at, I don't necessarily love the matchup. I love the fact that he's kind of the last man standing in that backfield, and he's the third stringer, so he's going to get carries. Uh, Jonathan Williams for Washington at $5,000. Brian Robinson's been ruled out. Antonio Gibson's out. J.D. McKissick's out. They don't really have anybody else left in that backfield. So when you can get it, you know, we've talked about this from week to week as well. When you can get a starting running back for that cheap, like I said, I don't love the matchup, but at five grand, it's really hard to pass that up so you can pay up at other spots. Yep, I'm going to put him in the flex. Maybe we'll be able to put uh, Zach Moss in there when we get around to running back. So, yeah, Williams, is a, I'm fine doubling up on Williams. Jamal Williams is also on incentive watch, I do believe. He's okay. within striking distance of an incentive. I don't remember which one it is, but it's on, and as long as he doesn't get hurt, it sounds like it's a near guarantee. So go ahead and fire him up there. We'll go over to wide receiver. I so badly want to play Justin Jefferson. Minnesota shouldn't rest its starters if I remember correctly, because I think they can still, they're still jostling for some positioning. If I'm not mistaken, I'll look up that here as I'm kicking it over to you. But if, if they're in any sort of contention to move up and we're going to get a full thing of Jefferson, because I do believe the, uh, the receiving yardage record, it would take a monster game, but I think it's within reason for him. And, and it's, and I think that if it, if it is a huge game that he needs, I think it's very attainable against Chicago. I don't know. It is against Chicago, I believe, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. Minnesota. I, I, I haven't looked at the weather in that one. I don't know what the weather's going to be like there in Chicago. But, I yeah, I feel like that if they're not resting those guys, they're going to get him the ball often. So if we can make that work, I do like that. I kind of looked in that mid-level mid, mid -level price range for my guys. Uh, I looked at Mike Evans for Atlanta. They've Him and Tom Brady have kind of got that rapport back. Uh, he's had some monster games in his career against Atlanta. Looked like Mike Williams of old last week. Another guy that I went with uh, was Terry McLaurin. Kind of built that rapport with Taylor Heineke. He played some of his best football when Taylor Heineke had gotten that job. So we'll see how that goes. And then the last guy that I looked at is Garrett Wilson against Miami. Uh, Joe Flacco starting. But when we saw Joe Flacco start at the beginning of the year, Joe Flacco put up some monster games and reads the defense well, 
Miami's given up a ton of yardage to quarterbacks and wide receivers. So I kind of stuck in that 7,000 range. But if there's a way we can work Justin Jefferson into that lineup, I'm all for it. But looking here, it looks like Minnesota cannot get to one, but they can either stay at three or they could move up to two ahead of the 49ers. Something to consider. It looks Definitely. like on Sunday in Chicago, cold, but nothing crazy. 15% chance of rain. Wind is minimal, Okay, if anything. At least from what I'm seeing. Let's lock Jefferson in. What's Let's that? do it. All right. All right, a couple more wide receivers. Uh, what were some of those mid-guys mid, mid you were looking at again? Look, looked at Mike Evans, like that matchup against Atlanta. He's at 7,700. Terry McLaurin, 7,000. Garrett Wilson, 7,100. Guys that I think are going to have opportunities there. I don't love the matchups except maybe the Atlanta matchup. Actually, that Miami matchup is pretty good too. Uh, Dallas hasn't been great against the pass. Uh, but they, they've allowed some yards here and there. But, you know, like I said, McLaurin, when he got in there with, with Heineke, I feel like Heineke looks for him quite a bit because he is the lead guy there. So 7000 I thought that was a kind of a respectable price. It's just I don't know how much I want to uh, get all – I don't want to get all of the Washington offense if I can help it. So a couple of mid-price guys there that I think that we could fit in. Yeah, we're going to put Garrett Wilson in. Uh, I believe – I think Mike White's starting. No, Mike White's out. It's Joe Flacco. Flacco starting. Okay. Yeah. That's I know I know I saw an alert an alert yeah. woo with uh Mike White. Apparently and, uh, the story with Mike White is uh the ribs were still bothering him and uh he has another broken rib in addition to the three that he already had. So that's kind of, they're they're kind of speculating that's why he didn't play well last week. But yeah, he has been officially ruled out and Joe Flacco is the guy this week. Got it. We got enough money here. I'd love to put DK Metcalf in. Any objections? Not at all. Love DK Metcalf okay, in any let's... matchup. Put him in there. Except I didn't like him too much last week when I needed him to come through my championship. True. Let's go to tight end here. We got enough money. We can uh, we can make some stuff happen here at tight end. Anything jump off to you here in terms of the tight end position? Uh, when I look at it here, a couple guys are interesting. Kind of want to hear your thoughts first. I, I was able to fit George Kittle in. And it's against Arizona. Anytime I can pick against Arizona, they're terrible against the tight end anyway. And I feel like the, the just Arizona is just headed in the entirely wrong direction. So that's kind of where I went. A little pricey at 7600 bucks. So I don't know if we're going to be able to fit him in with Justin Jefferson. So may need to scroll down a little bit here for that one. Um, let me kind of see what else we got here. You know, you're, you're looking Tyler Higby is another one I was looking at as well. Has a nice matchup there against Seattle. Oh, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine money-wise. So let's go ahead and put Kittle in. Last three matchups against Arizona, even dating back to 2020. Four for 92, six for 101 and a touchdown, four for 84 and two touchdowns. There you go. Let's go ahead and put Kittle in there. If I'm not mistaken, too, 49ers technically could move up to one. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, But they need to win to ensure that they stay at, at two. So they could drop to three. So they're going to, and plus they need to get Brock Purdy reps. So I'm fine with leaving Kittle in there. Let's go to defense and then we'll determine what we have for the flex here. So Dallas is a good defense. We have Williams, but I wouldn't exactly be scared of that to play a defense here with so many just ugh, unknowns happening. I mean, can we go Colts? Against Houston, 
I mean, they're in play. I mean, shoot, could we go Houston defense against Indy? I mean, against Sam Ellinger. Yeah, that definitely, definitely one I was looking at. I was looking at probably the most chalky one of the week, and that's the Jets against Miami against Skylar Thompson. Uh, that was one I was looking at, but 4500 bucks. it's one of the more expensive ones on the slate. Uh, when you go down a little bit further, I mean, maybe the Bengals there, Tyler Huntley starting, that's one that I looked at. As far as cheaper options, you know, like you said, the Texans really aren't a, aren't a, a bad spot there as well. Um, another one I was looking at when I went down the list was the Panthers against New Orleans. I think there's a couple here that I don't feel too bad about, but I was able to fit the Jets into mine. Um, I don't know if we're able to do that here, but I think to me that's going to be the chalkiest one, but I also think that's going to be the one with the biggest payoff. We put in the Jets. We got 5,500. Got to scroll. Gary Brightwell. Juan Jennings. Muth. Chris Moore against Indy. Alec Pierce against Houston, as we just talked about attacking those defenses more or less. Almost like we have to double up tight end. I mean, do we take a shot with Tyquan Thornton? Seven I mean, I targets don't, last week, but I, mean, this, I, I don't this necessarily hate Gary Brightwell if they're going to rest all their starters. I just, I don't think we're going to figure that out. Dayball's keeping his cards close to the chest. It sounds like they're going to, but I don't know if we're going to get confirmation much before Sunday. Let's see. So we've got what? Let's see how much money we got here. So if we come off the Jets, because the guy I was looking at in my flex was because I like the matchup is David Montgomery against uh, Minnesota. I feel like he's he's the lead guy over Khalil Herbert. But if we did that, we have to shave, what, about 1,200 off the defense? I don't know if yeah. I feel great about that. That's pretty – that's a lot. Like, even that's if we deep. drop – even if we go from the Jets well, – there's no defense with Mont. Yeah, uh, we'd, be, we'd be looking at Lions, Commanders, Giants, Cardinals, Bears. I don't feel good about any of that, so. Yeah, let's just – let's say – Colts are only 100 more than Houston. They could still get it done. So we go Colts. And they played it, well. It goes to 5,900. Dotson, Richie James. I don't know if he'll play. Damian Harris, Joshua Palmer, George. I do love Rashid Shahid. Not going to lie. Yeah, not has and it's been solid the last couple of weeks, man. And do you happen to know... What team has allowed the most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks? Um, since you're talking about Rashid Shahid, I'm going to guess and say that it's probably the Carolina Panthers. It is. And do you know who's second? Uh, that I don't know. It's the Colts. Oh, well, that, that sounds, sounds about right. Yeah, because they stink. They do stink. But you know what doesn't stink? Valley. The Week 18 edition of the Consistently Cash In podcast lineup. Lineup of the podcast. The official lineup, sponsored by the Consistently Cashing Podcast. There you go. Sponsored by Big Guy Fantasy Sports, actually. So mm -hmm. make sure you're checking all of that out there. But this is the lineup we're going to go with. Aaron Rodgers, Jamal Williams, Jonathan Williams, Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, DK Metcalf, George Kittle, Rashid, Shahid, Indianapolis Colts defense. Ron, thoughts on the lineup? I like it. Defense is a little dicey, even though it is my team, but maybe they can – Maybe they can get a sack. Maybe they can get a. Maybe they can get lucky for us and get a pick six or a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Who the hell knows? But at that price, like you said, it's only a hundred dollars more than Houston. I think it's worth a shot at this point. And overall, when you look at the season as a whole, Colts defense has played rather well uh, in relation to that Colts offense that has not played well at all. 
But so I think some points to be had there with Aaron Rodgers uh, against that Detroit team in a must-win game that it's going to be a, one of the more fun ones to watch this week. Got some volume guys at running back. So And when you can fit Justin Jefferson in your lineup and feel decent about the rest of your lineup, I think you've done well. Absolutely. I can't say it any better than that. So, Ron, it's been a pleasure doing the podcast with you this year. So one final time, let everyone know that where they can find you on the socials as well as all the content you got here for the next week or so here at BigGuyFantasySports.com. Yeah, at Ron Rigney on Twitter. I don't myself have too much coming up for you over there other than this podcast. You guys have the prop bets coming out tomorrow, so check that out. And uh, we're, we're maybe got some baseball stuff in the hopper for you. I know we're kind of getting to that point. You know, championship week was last week, so congrats to those who were able to take home a trophy in your league, even though uh, based on what happened Monday night, it was might have been a little controversial. Uh, great to see DeMar Hamlin doing better, by the way. That's awesome to see him uh, having the progress he's had today. So, yeah, check us out over there, all those great lineup building tools that we always have out there at Big Fantasy, BigGuyFantasySports.com. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Follow me on Twitter at Colby R. Conway. And I guess I would say until next time, stay consistent. But really, best of luck with your lineups this week and stay consistent. And we will see you again in August of 2023. So you'll get seven or so months without seeing us here, on the, at least on the screen. So thanks for listening all year. Best of luck with your lineups this week. And as always, stay consistent. Thank you.